Wisconsin is home to 50 state parks and 18 national natural landmarks. We've also got a village known as the troll capital of the world. With so many unexpected adventures and places to discover, why not plan your next vacation right here in our home state? We've teamed up with Travel Wisconsin for a monthly conversation where we bring you suggestions for great places to visit throughout the state. This month, we're talking about Cave of the Mounds. The general manager, Joe Klimzak, joins Lake Effect's Becky Mortensen, along with Amanda Weibel from Travel Wisconsin, to share more about this unique destination. Cave of the Mounds is one of the state's national natural landmarks. So, Joe, to start, can you share a bit of history about the cave, starting with its discovery? I sure will. Um, Cave of the Mounds was discovered by accident in 1939. And when I say by accident, it was completely sealed up until that point in limestone rock. And there was a limestone quarry on the site of historic Brigham Farm here in Blue Mounds, Wisconsin. And the quarry workers on that fateful day were doing a routine, what they thought they, they thought when they woke up that morning was going to be a routine quarry blast. So they drilled their, their holes to insert the dynamite and they got some distance away and they set off the charge. And lo and behold, when the dust settled, there was a big gaping hole where they expected this big pile of rubble to be. So they had accidentally discovered the cave by blowing up this 40-foot section of the cave ceiling. And of course, the blasting stopped right on that day. And after waiting for a few hours to be sure things were safe and to kind of get up their courage, they lowered themselves down and discovered what we now call Cave of the Mounds. And now it's open to the public. Tours are offered daily at the cave all year round. So what can people expect to see on a tour? The cave is such a, it's a wonder of Mother Nature. When visitors come to Cave of the Mounds, they enter the cave and go down about, about 10, 12 stairs onto a, this discovery platform where the cave was first, uh, where this discovery blast occurred. And then they follow paved and lighted walkways with hand railings throughout the entire cave. So it's a, it's an adventurous experience, but it's a pretty soft adventure in that most people can do it. If they can handle some stairways, they can go down into Cave of the Mounds. And as they pass along the trail in the cave, they'll see wonderful crystal formations, calcite crystal formations that are made drip by drip over hundreds of thousands of years as water has been dripping into the cave. There are still pools underneath, un underground pools. There's underground streams. And we even have a giant cephalopod fossil that can be found in the ceiling of the cave part of that limestone sedimentary rock where the cave is found. For some, the idea of going into a cave might be a little unsettling. There are people who might be afraid of tight spaces or the dark or bats, things like that. What would you tell people who might be a little hesitant about checking out the cave? You know, I understand that hesitancy because I'm, I'm a fairly big person. And for me, uh, going through tight spaces isn't really my favorite thing either. But Cave of the Mounds, the entrance room at the cave is 300 feet long by about 50 feet wide and 40 feet high. So my entire house could fit inside that entrance room of the cave. So really, people would be startled once they go down that entrance stairway to see how big some of the rooms inside the caverns are. And as a person goes through, it is lit throughout. You know, there, there's good lighting throughout so to show off the features of the cave. And there's even a couple different passages so that if a person doesn't like a really tight space, and there's one spot where a person has to 
sort of go in, in, in that's a little tighter, but there's a path that goes around that as well. So it's only uh, the people that want to go through the little tighter areas that have to. And I can say this, there have been many millions of people that have come to see Cave of the Mounds over the years, and we've never lost any of them. So it is, uh, while it is adventurous, it is something that most people are able to do. And regarding bats, I can put you at ease there. There are no bats inside Cave of the Mounds. Going back to that discovery, the fact that it was completely sealed underground, there was no opening to the outside world, it means that we don't have a lot of those creatures that you might expect to find in the cave, the little flying crickets and fish or the, or the bats that are in some caves. We don't have any of those in our cave. It's still maintained in that natural state, completely sealed to the outside world, except for the visitors that come in through our, our tours. And the fossils, of course. The fossils, of course, yes. And they are, they've been still for many, many years. You've got some events happening this month, including a, a history tour of the cave and a blacklight tour. So what can you tell me about that? You know, the cave is so wonderful. And you know, when I go down there, I could spend hours and hours. And of course, the cave tour is one hour. So we started a series of tours that offer different facets, so different ways to see the Cave of the Mounds. So one of them is this black light tour. One of the features of the calcite mineral that makes up the crystal formations inside the cave is that it does fluoresce and phosphoresce. So using a black light, one can see all different sorts of colors that you don't see under the normal lighting inside the cave. So we have some special uh, high-powered black light flashlights that we give the people that, that come to visit on those tours and take them through and show them the cave in a different light. So we also have history tours then that will focus on the historical aspects of historic Brigham Farm. You know, I talked about the discovery in 1939, and it's got another interesting historic tie-in or facet, and that is that Ebenezer Brigham was the first permanent settler in Southern Wisconsin. 1828, he had the first farm in Dane County, the uh, first post office, he had an inn, it was on the old military road, and he settled directly above Cave of the Mounds, and he never knew that it was right there under his feet, because again, it was sealed to the outside world. So it was 111 years later that the cave was discovered accidentally in that quarry blast. And there's more to see than just the cave. The grounds there are really beautiful. So what else could people or a family do on a visit? Oh, there's just wonderful garden strolls in our, in our uh, rock terraces and perennial gardens. We also been working very hard on prairie and savanna restoration starting, boy, 25 years ago. So those Prairies and savannas are really well developed now, and it's just an explosion of blossoms in the summertime. And we have a couple miles of hiking trails through the woodland. Again, because of the old homestead ca uh, character of this, there are some oak trees down in our, in our oak woodland that are 200 plus years old, about four feet in diameter. So really giant oak trees that you could stroll among. And, uh, and then we're opening this year a new prairie trail and some of the prairie restoration that's become more mature now. And from that trail, there's views for miles and miles because we are located here in Blue Mounds, which is the high point of southern Wisconsin. So the views from here, even though it's an underground attraction, you wouldn't think of long views, but uh, we're inside the East Blue Mound. So there's very long views. So there's these great hiking trails and all those things to do. But then there's also activities for the kids. We have a a gemstone mine and fossil dig where kids can discover their very own treasure. We have bags of sand mixed up with, uh, with, with crystals and fossils that they can use in our gem mining sluice and find their own treasures. 
then we say it's a mystery of nature. The caves are always found directly below gift shops. And we have a gift shop which has a lot of treasures from Mother Nature, different crystal formations and fossils that are available to buy. And then we have historical exhibits above, uh, above ground as well. So there really is a whole full day of activities to do while on site here at the Cave of the Mounds. And we are in a fantastic neighborhood in southwest Wisconsin that there's not only you know this cave, the wonderful cave to come and see, but we have some state parks in the area. We have some other uh, you know charming little villages, other, uh, other great attractions nearby. One of those villages is Mount Horeb, not far from Cave of the Mounds. It's known as the troll capital of the world. Amanda, can you talk a little bit about Mount Horeb and its trolls? This is such a fun, unexpected story, Becky. It all started in the mid-1970s when Open House Imports, which is a Scandinavian gift shop, put out troll statues on their lawn to draw in visitors. They caught the attention of everyone passing by, including the truckers who would actually indicate their location over CB radio by referencing the trolls. When Highway 18151 was rerouted in the 80s to bypass downtown Mount Horeb, village officials asked resident woodcarver Michael Feeney to craft more statues to continue to entice travelers to explore the community. And this love for trolls has only grown. Visitors can discover these wonderfully carved, whimsical statues at more than 20 different locations throughout the village today. And there's more than just the trolls there in Mount Horeb. What else would you recommend people do when visiting the village? Downtown Mount Horeb is a great place to do some shopping. So that business that kicked off the troll craze decades ago that I mentioned, Open House Imports, it's still around. So definitely stop in to find some unique Scandinavian gifts, including, of course, some troll-themed goods. Uh, Another shopping stop is Duluth Trading Company. So that apparel manufacturer is actually headquartered in Mount Horeb, and they operate a retail location on Main Street. So check out their great selection of apparel and other gear. And of course, you're going to be hungry after all of your shopping. You have great options um, right in Mount Horeb to eat. I definitely recommend checking out Shulin's Chocolate House. They have a fantastic breakfast and lunch menu. Um, And of course, you have to get dessert. Shulin's makes delicious chocolates and a wide range of baked goods. And they have a really fun variety of flavored hot chocolates from around the world that are super fun. Uh, Another option is Brick Cider. They're also in Mount Horeb. They produce small batch hard ciders made from apples from local orchards, but they also have a great food menu that focuses on scratch-made meals that highlight other locally grown produce and locally made ingredients. Their menu changes with what's in season, so stop by soon if you want to check out their creamy, savory chicken and dumplings, or they have a really delicious sounding barbecue smoked mushroom sandwich topped with veggie slaw. Uh, They also have live music every week. They offer cidery tours and they have other special events to check out. And Bricks is located right off of the Military Ridge State Trail, which is a 40-mile trail that connects Madison and Dodgeville. So it's a convenient stop after a walk or a bike ride on the trail. If people are planning a whole trip out of this, they want to go to Cave in the Mounds, do some spelunking, they want to see some trolls, where are some places they could stay in the area? There is so much to see and do around Cave of the Mounds and Mount Horeb that a trip is definitely worth a stay overnight. Uh, So a great option for families is the Deer Valley Lodge. This is just minutes away from Cave of the Mounds in the village of Barnabelt. 
And no matter what season you're visiting Cave of the Mounds, Deer Valley Lodge has fun amenities year round. They have a small indoor water park with a great activity pool, some fun water features for kids to play in and body slides to zoom down. So great way to spend a few hours after visiting the cave. And in the warmer months, you can golf on Deer Valley Lodge's three courses. Their courses are each nine holes, so you can make your golf outing as long or quick as time allows. And another option, Joe mentioned state parks nearby. So Blue Mountain State Park is a great option if you're looking to camp. Um, and he mentioned also it's the highest point in southern Wisconsin. So great hikes with spectacular sweeping views. And this state park actually has a swimming pool and a splash pad open in the summer months. So great way to relax and enjoy the natural beauty of the park. And another highlight is its rustic accessible cabin available for rent that's designed to accommodate wheelchair users. It has a paved driveway and an accessible picnic table. Hmm. I've been to a couple caves in different places around the country, and I can say that Cave of the Mounds is the coolest one that I have been in. So, Joe and Amanda, can you each share something you find special or unique about Cave of the Mounds? Well, for me, you know, having been here for almost 25 years, to see the transformation, especially on the kids, but on people when they get to take a walk down inside the earth, it uh, it just strikes people in a way that you, that you know you can't get on a screen, and and it's one of these real experiences that that just brings you back to something so elemental. So for me, it's really the you know seeing how visitors react when they realize like, wow, I really get to go down under the ground and. It's amazing what what I saw down under there. So for me, it's the visitor reactions. And Amanda? Well, I have been one of those visitors with that awe-inspiring reaction. So it really, really is a special place. And I think just the vastness of the space that Joe mentioned, I don't think people think of that when you think of a cave, but there are just some really vast spaces. There are some narrow spaces too. So there's a great variety. It's so much fun to explore. And I also love that it's a year-round destination. You know, you don't have to think about the weather. It's a great opportunity to connect with nature in any season. So it's especially true for months like March when maybe we don't have enough snow for winter activities, but it's not quite warm enough for that kayak or hiking trip that you want to take. So it's just a really fun option. And however you want to round out your trip to Cave of the Mounds, you can start your spring getaway at TravelWisconsin.com. Amanda and Joe, thank you so much for joining me for another Wandering Wisconsin. Thank you, Becky. Joe Klimzak is the general manager at Cave of the Mounds, and Amanda Weibel is the communications officer for Travel Wisconsin. They spoke with Lake Effects' Becky Mortensen. Wandering Wisconsin is a partnership between WUWM and Travel Wisconsin. Each month, we help you plan a trip in our home state. Last month, we looked at the different events going on around maple syrup season, which is still in full swing right now. You can find more information about that and find past Wandering Wisconsin conversations at wuwm.com.